0: Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast, glad to be back on this afternoon, hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my College Football Breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level, and in this segment I will be continuing with the Oregon State Beavers, who last season went 10-3 and and 6-3 and in the Pac-12, a uh, fantastic season by this Oregon State football team. And this is the quietest double-digit win team returning in college football. There's not a lot of people talking about this team. And that, and I know that that's the way they want it to be because they love being that underdog role and playing that. And they do a heck of a job with it. But this is a team that absolutely 100% can win the Pac-12 this season. And I'm be quite honest with you with uh, what's transpired today within the Pac-12 and all the teams leaving. I kind of hope they do. Uh, just to be like, hey, we're, we're a real player in this, and we can, and we can be moving forward too. I, I think this is a really good football team, and, and I'm excited to break them down because I'm excited to watch this team this season. I think they're going to be a darn good football team. Got some really good additions from the transfer portal that are going to help here. Number one being uh, quarterback DJ uge Angale, who uh, m- obviously many know his uh his time at Clemson he's ex- he's immensely talented, um, just uh had some struggles at Clemson a lot of pressure obviously put on you when you're the quarterback at Clemson, uh but he he went 22 and six as a starter and anywhere else that's absolutely fantastic, but at Clemson obviously that's not good enough, uh, but he's coming back to the West Coast he's from California, I think playing at Oregon State's gonna do him really really good. Change of scenery is going to be huge for him, and I think he's going to have a fantastic season. And I'll get to the guys he has around him offensively because they got some star power uh, at the skill positions that that are really intriguing. I think he's going to do fantastic there. So let's go ahead and dive into the breakdown. Uh, Oregon State plays at Reezer Stadium, which has uh, recently gone over gone over a uh, fantastic renovation where it's going to be an absolutely beautiful stadium and venue I'm going to seat, uh, just over 35,000. Again, a beautiful place, uh, from all the renderings and, and all the photos I've seen too. I mean, it's just, it's, it's awesome. Uh, as a stadium traveler myself, I cannot wait to get there in the future to see a game as, like I said, it's beautiful what they've done there. They've, they've really done some amazing things there. They've built it up really well and it's going to be a fantastic place. Uh, moving to a coach on the rise now within the program i'm going with uh, cornerbacks coach anthony perkins who a young coach Um, he come came to oregon state in 2022 has uh, coached some really good corners last year who are now in the nfl Uh, before that he was the cornerbacks coach at colorado state from 2019 to 2021 Uh, was an assistant to the head coach uh, for the tampa bay buccaneers in 2017-2018 obviously with some amazing talent at that level Um, was at ohio at with the cornerbacks um, 2015 to 16 fcs indiana state 2013 to 14 he was the secondaries coach he played at colorado from 2007 to 11 um, finished with 236 tackles in his career had a really good college career that went right and then went into coaching and has risen up the ladder quickly and done some great things, and uh, again, coached some really good cornerbacks last season at Oregon State, and he's got some more good ones this year, so I'm really excited to see uh, him moving forward, the trajectory of his coaching career, and what it's going to lead to down the road. Uh, Jumping into their 2023 schedule, they open up uh, Sunday, uh, September 3rd, at San Jose State. San Jose State, another team that's uh, just going over uh, new stadium uh, renovations, hopefully going to be able to have that completed for that first game. Uh, going to be a be- they they have a beautiful setup now too. Should be a, the marquee venue in the one of the marquee venues in the Mountain West, I should say. It's beautiful. Uh, but that game's going to be on CBS, so a great opportunity for Oregon State to uh show the world how talented they are against a good San Jose State team that has a good offense. It's going to be a challenge. Uh, presents a good challenge for Oregon State to open the season. Then they play UC Davis who uh, beat Tulsa Uh, recently. So you got to be ready to play them. They're going to be ready to go. Then they host San Diego State, another good team from the Mountain West who they're going to have to be prepared for. Then they jump into Pac-12 play. They play at Washington State. They host Utah on a Friday night. They go to Cal, host UCLA. They go to Arizona, uh, to Colorado. Then they host Stanford, host Washington. They go to Oregon to end the year on Black Friday. So a really good uh, opportunity there. They they avoid USC on the schedule, so that's a big deal. Uh, looking looking at the upper echelon teams in the Pac-12, they avoid one of them. Uh, they host Washington and Utah, and then they go to Oregon. So an opportunity there for Oregon State to do some damage with two of those games being at home. Then your you're in-state rival, you know you're going to be ready to go there. They beat them last year, so really, really interesting to see, especially with... Will this be the last one? With uh, everything that's transpired today in the Pac-12, uh, ho- hopefully there's ways to keep these rivalries going. But we know in this landscape, uh, it, it'll, it's, it it it's the greed that's taking place. It, it's difficult. But uh, diving back into the breakdown now, uh, offensively, position by position, the quarterback position returns. Uh, ben Gulberson who started eight games last year for the Beavers. He, he was more than serviceable as the quarterback, uh, obviously won a ton of games, did a really good job uh, leading this offense. But all eyes are on Clemson transfer DJ Ugangale, uh who is immensely talented, like I said earlier. A change of scenery will do DJ a world of good this year. And like I said earlier, he was 22-6 and six as a starter at Clemson. And he... he I, in my personal opinion, he's exactly what this team needs at quarterback. Uh, he throws a really nice deep ball. They got some playmakers at wide receiver that can that can get it, that can go and get it deep downfield. And DJ, I think, is going to do some great things here. Uh, the running back room returns Pac-12 Freshman of the Year Damian Martinez. Martinez may be the best back in the Pac-12 in 2023. He was first-team all-pack 12 and averaged just over six yards per carry last season. Then Deshaun Fenwick returns and forms a great duo in the backfield. Fenwick was the starter last season uh, before Martinez got uh, more carries as the season progressed. Uh, they You couldn't keep him off the field. He was so good, and he is he's a star. Um, then the receiving core returns quality pieces at wide rec- in wide receivers Anthony Gold and Silas Bolden. Both of those guys are electric playmakers. Put the ball in their hands. They can make plays. I'll get to them in special teams as well. They're special, special players. Uh, Great deep threats that can really do some great things when you get the ball in their hands as well. Along with tight ends, Jack Velling and Jake Overman also return. Then the addition of tight end uh, Jermaine Terry from Cal provides yet another weapon at an already deep position. And Oregon State has put multiple tight ends in the NFL recently, and they got three more guys on their roster this year that have an opportunity, some really talented pieces at that position. But like I said, Golden Bolden are awesome at the wide receiver position. And with DJ Uriangaleh as their quarterback, I think this is going to be special. Uh, The offensive line returns all five starters and adds a quality piece via the transfer portal. Uh, Center Jake Lovingood, right guard Marco Brewer, Left guard Haneli Bloomfield, right tackle Telese Fuga, and left tackle Joshua Gray, who was a second-team All-Pac-12 member, all have great experience. Then the addition of, of uh, Grant Stork, Stark sorry, from Nevada, who started all 12 games at Nevada last season, provides another quality option. So some really, really talented pieces on the offensive line there. Shifting to the defense now, uh, the defensive line returns quality experience. Defensive end Sione Lecunas, Lochea and D tackles James Rawls and Isaac Hodgins and uh, Joe Golden all have experience there. And then the addition of defensive end Nico Taylor from the Juco ranks provides a really good burst and should do some big things here off the edge. Some talented pieces there on the defensive line. The linebacking core loses key pieces. They lose some guys. Their their leading tackler is now off to LSU, uh, but added quality depth via the transfer portal. The return of Easton, Mascarenes Arnold, uh, Makaya Tung, John Miller, and John McCartan provide experience here at the linebacker position. Then the additions of Mason Tofuga from Utah, Ulawasie Untumsu from Wyoming, who was a really talented player there, had six sacks, I believe is what it was. He'll he'll do some real good damage off the edge. Then Calvin Hart from Illinois, are absolutely massive. Calvin Hart, if, if you, if anybody remembers, uh, 2021 week zero, when he was at Illinois, it was his first game at Illinois. They played Nebraska. Illinois got the upset over Nebraska in that game. He looked like an absolute, he looked like an all American in that game. He was absolutely unstoppable, has has dealt with some injuries during his time at Illinois. Now he's at Oregon state. Hopefully he can stay healthy because he is immensely talented. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do on this defense. (laughs) Uh, him and the Wyoming transfer, I think are going to do some amazing things here. Uh, the secondary loses key contributors to the NFL. Like I said, lose some really good corners, uh, but there's plenty of talent here. Ryan Cooper, Winston Russell, Jaden Robinson, Akeel Arnold, Keaton Oladapo, Alton Julian, Skyler Thomas, and Jack Kane all have experience. If Alton Julian can stay healthy. He and Katan Oladapo could be the best safety duo in the Pac-12. They're that talented. Um, the addition of cornerback Tyrese Ivey from the JUCO ranks is big. I could see him being one of the starters at the cornerback position, but like I said, they have some really good safeties here and uh, some good, a good mix of talent at the cornerback position. Uh, special teams now, kicker Everett Hayes struggled last season and he'll look to rebound there. Josh Green should take over the punting duties, and then like I said before, Anthony Gold and uh, Silas Bolden are two of the best in college football returning kicks. Could both be All-Americans, potentially. Uh, Gold averaged 18.6 yards per punt return and had two touchdowns. Uh, I I suggest not kicking to him. Uh, I know Beavers fans don't want to hear me say that, but he is absolutely electric, and anytime he touches the football, he can score, and Bolden had a great average on kick returns as well. Two studs in the return game. Uh, final analysis now. This is my opinion on the Beavers heading into the season. The Beavers are laying low and are the quietest returning double-digit win team in college football, like I said earlier. Ten wins last season. Uh, end of the year on a four-game winning streak. Throttled Florida in the bowl game. And, and I personally think that this team can uh, is a sleeper in the Pac-12. And I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to release my Pac-12 rank or standings how I think it's gonna finish, but I, I I'm really thinking of uh, putting the Beavers on top. This is a really really good football team, and, and people need to take notice of this team. The Beavers have fantastic leadership, and with Martinez and Ugiangale leading the offense, could lead uh, to a special season in 2023. And like I said before, I want to focus on the 2023 season. But with everything that's transpired today, with the move in the Pac-12 and teams getting ready to leave in 2024, I really hope Oregon State uh, wins the Pac-12, and they absolutely can do it. They're that talented, and and I'm gonna. This is gonna be one of those teams I'm rooting for all season to have some great success because their fan base deserves it for some of the crap that they've had to deal with over this realignment phase. And, of course, it's not done. It's not going anywhere for quite some time. But, like I said, I want to focus on the 2023 season, how great this team is going to be. But I feel like I have to mention that as well just because it's such a huge thing right now. But buy stock in the Beavers. This is a darn good football team who I think is really going to do some great things. And I think DJ Ugaungle is going to really turn things around for himself personally on the field. I think he's going to do great things here in Corvallis and going to lead to some great things for this program. So hope everybody enjoyed this breakdown. Love doing these. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. Please like, subscribe if you're listening to the podcast. Give the podcast Twitter account a follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.